So I, I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hey, everybody. Down here, up there. Everywhere in the front, the back, balcony, way up top. Out there, welcome to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Citizen. It has been two days since the midterm elections, and the big political story today is that there is no political story today. Because we still, we still don't know. We don't know the big questions yet. That's all still hanging out there right now, right? We don't know who controls the House or the Senate, but results could come in at any time. So CBS News has given me this midterms buzzer, okay? (laughs) And they promised this will go off. This will start vibrating (laughs) as soon. Yeah. Yeah. We we acquired this this technology from the Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) This will vibrate as soon as our democracy is ready or my jalapeno poppers, whichever comes first. (laughs) Put that right in there. Now, as of right now, uh, Arizona and Nevada Senate races are still undecided, while Georgia is heading to a runoff on December 6th, which pits incumbent senator and choir teacher saying, I'm up here, Raphael Warnock, (laughs) against former NFL player Herschel Walker. Seen here asking, hey, blurry blob, do these glasses I found make me look smart? <laughs> this is one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites in a long time. So, hey, blurry blob. This is the race. Georgia, this is the race that can determine who controls the Senate. So both sides of the aisle will be pouring all of their resources into the peach state, but there's one specific resource the GOP would like to keep out of the state, and that's former President Scooby Douche. <laughs> here's why. Here's, here's why the nervousness, okay? The Republicans are anxious that the former president could poison the well with one insider saying he is toxic to a lot of Georgia voters. It's a distraction. Yes, they don't want the former president saying something stupid, they could distract from Herschel Walker saying something idiotic. <laughs> and the other reason, the other reason they're worried about the former president sticking his mushroom cap into the door hinge of democracy <laughs> is because they feel like he really screwed them in the midterms with his terrible candidates and his terrible terribleness. So the right-wing news machine has begun to turn away from him. Yesterday, Fox News and the Wall Street Journal ran headlines calling him a loser 
And today, the New York Post compared him to Humpty Dumpty, saying, Don, who couldn't build a wall, had a great fall. That's the New York Post. Wow. It's not a positive sign when a print newspaper calls you a failure. It's like getting a... It's like getting a scathing critique from a rotary phone. <laughs> Yesterday, there was an evacuation order from Mar-a-Lago. This was because of a storm and not, as I assumed, because of a toxic burger fart. <laughs> you see, at this morning, right? 3 a.m. this morning? At 3 a.m. this morning, Category 1 Hurricane Nicole made landfall not too far from the former president's home end club. But aides say the former president was not leaving, okay? But he's fine, okay? He had the staff board up all the windows at Mar-a-Lago with classified documents. <laughs> okay? And... Hold on, hold on. What's that? What? That... Oh, my buzzer. That's my buzzer going off. Do we have... Do we have House or Senate results? Ooh, even better. My jalapeno poppers. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Mmm. This is going to change the balance of power in my tum-tum. <laughs> I'm going to save that for later. <laughs> you know what's even better than jalapeno poppers? Room temperature jalapeno poppers. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. It may only be a matter of time, though, because some news outlets, like Politico, are saying that the GOP is still poised to capture a narrow majority in the House. I know, I understand the feeling, but in times like these, I remember the words of former President Obama. Don't boo, vote. But... Yeah. But we voted already, so go ahead and boo. If the GOP does take the House, the man expected to be in charge is current House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> seen here describing Mitch McConnell's beautiful breasts. <laughs> really just... <laughs> Even though the GOP does not officially control the House yet, yesterday McCarthy formally announced his run for Speaker which is no surprise, because according to some insiders, McCarthy has been measuring the drapes for years. And the interns in his office are already expected to call him Mr. Speaker. <laughs> Yikes! Having interns call you by a title you don't even have is pretty pathetic. I, uh, I have the ranch for your jalapeno poppers. Uh, Aragorn, son of Arathon, heir to the throne of Gondor and Arnor. And Gondor will answer. I, uh, I ordered the blue cheese. Oh, sorry, sorry. Thank you, Maya. Maya the intern, everybody. Now, McCarthy... 
McCarthy should be careful what he wishes for, because every recent Republican Speaker of the House has hated the job. GOP members are famously the most unpleasant people from every town in America. You think people like Marjorie Taylor Greene? They sent her to Congress to get her the out of Georgia. And McCarthy, the thing is, even if he gets it, even if he gets it, McCarthy's gonna have no leverage. The House GOP shanked this election so bad that even if they win, they'll be left with a razor-thin majority. And you do not want to give these people razors. <laughs> or really, anything sharp of any kind. In exchange for voting for him, some far-right House members are pressing for a rule change that would make it easier to topple the Speaker. That's a shaky start to any relationship. <laughs> it's like going on a first date and saying, it's so nice to meet you. I'm Brian, and this is Leonard, my divorce lawyer. In the tech world, there's an update on Meta CEO and man who told his barber, give me the terrible. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Right now, uh, his company, Meta, is zucked because ever since Mark decided to go all in on the metaverse, Meta's value has plunged by $700 billion. As you can see, it's made Zuckerberg very upset or confused, or happy. There's no way to tell. <laughs> and with the company in a financial tailspin, yesterday they announced they're laying off 11,000 employees, or about 13% of their workforce. Now, losing your job is never easy, but it's really bad when you get fired in the metaverse. Jim, we need to have a serious talk. Meet me on Unicorn Island. Unfortunately, fortunately, Jim, we've had to make some staff changes. Please follow Marcy from HR. Can't miss her. She's the nine-foot-tall purple octopus over there talking to all those crying rabbits. Why don't you hop on over? Meta's, Meta's not the only troubled social media company. There's also... There's also... There's also Twitter, which is now run by new CEO and... <laughs> and ring bearer who threw a tantrum and swallowed both bands, Elon Musk. <laughs> Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion, and ever since, he's been desperate for a way to make that make sense. First, he said it was going to charge $20 a month uh, for verification to anyone who wanted it, then changed that to $8 per month. That meant anyone could impersonate someone else for $8 a month without any vetting, which led to things like a fake official Nintendo account <laughs> tweeting Mario flipping the bird. It's a me, Mario! Every advertiser's a nightmare! Watch me slap my genitals against this turtle. Let's go! <laughs> I'm gonna show the princess my peach. Lots of folks took advantage of being able to just buy verification, including the brand-new official Jesus Christ. <laughs> of course, this was all foretold in the Gospel of Matthew when Jesus said, come, follow me, and I will give you my hashtag hot takes on the Love is Blind finale. <laughs> Twitter... Twitter quickly realized they messed up, so to differentiate between people who paid for a verified checkmark and actual verified accounts, they added a second gray official checkmark under the blue checkmark. But how will I know if that checkmark is officially checkmarked? 
I need to know if it's the real Captain Crunch asking for feet pics. <laughs> but... Runs a tight ship. Captain runs a tight ship. Aye, aye, Cap. But one day later, Twitter rolled back the gray check marks with Musk tweeting that he wants blue checks to be the great leveler. Oh, don't worry, Elon. I'm pretty sure you're going to level Twitter. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Emily Blunt. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Before I go, and I just want to uh, give a shout-out and grateful thanks to everyone in our armed services. Tomorrow is Veterans Day, and you check out our dome as the insignia of so many of the armed services. And in the back of our house, is this true, Mark, right now? We have two World War II veterans in the back of our house right now, each 100 years old. Those two gentlemen right back there. Thank you, gentlemen. And now, ladies and gentlemen, my first guest tonight is a talented actress you know from The Devil Wears Prada, A Quiet Place, and Mary Poppins Returns. She now stars in the six-part Western series, The English. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Emily Blunt. Thank you. Wow. Now that... That is an outfit for a show, man. That I know, fantastic. it's like... Extraordinary. No. Whoa! Um, <laughs> They've already like, bought the tickets. You I know, don't have I know. To. Sorry, right. um, It's kind of like Liberace. Liberace's PJs. That's very nice. Lovely to see you again. You too. How are you? Always put, I'm, I'm good. I'm a little yeah. tired. You know, election week live show, sure, that sure, kind of sure. stuff. How are, you, how are you holding up over there? Yeah, I'm all right. All right, yeah. Oh, the, over, over there, as in... No, over there in that chair. Not... <laughs> I thought you meant in, in England. You know? Yeah, no, you live, yeah. you live off the coast of New York and Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> exactly. We've talked about this before. I just want to get into this real quick and we'll right. move on. You know I'm coming for your husband, John Krasinski. The next time he's oh on God. here... I know, I in know. In a couple of weeks. I know. He was on in the little room up there, and we arm-wrestled right there. And you can tell how it turned out by how worried Evie looks right over here. <laughs> but uh, just, could you do anything to help me out? Could you soften him up? Could you Give him uh, some dead-arm punches and stuff? Just or just to... feed him a lot of starch or something. Just get him loaded before he comes on. Do you know, I feel like you're on. in luck, because he has been directing non-stop. He has had no time to work out. His arms are like noodles So right he's not now. Jack this Ryan Jack right no, now? No, 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 like, mm. no. And I, I wouldn't say he's Fat Ryan, but he's like, he's not Jack Ryan. <laughs> I feel like one of my false eyelashes just fell out. Let me see. Do you ever get that feeling when the one's just dangled right out? Mine are all real, darling. Yeah? <laughs> I wouldn't know. Of course they are. Yeah, I don't, you I, wake up I don't, looking like this, I know, don't I don't, you? I know. What's it like to wear makeup? I don't know. It's just like... It's, you're, you're like, I've never heard of that concept, right? Yeah. Um, uh, you, you, you have a wonderful uh, person in your family. Your sister, Felicity, for yeah. those who don't know, uh, is married to Stanley Tucci. Yes. So do you guys... 
For Thanksgiving, do you do, you do a, a, a blended Thanksgiving? Do they come yeah. over? Is, oh, really? What would we call it? A blunt... Bluntucci, a Bluntucci. A Bluntucci. A Bluntucci. Um, mm. we, we, so we have gone to them, they have come to us. Um, he's an amazing cook, but she's an amazing cook as well. Mm. Who tends bar at Stanley. I mean, Stanley. Stanley makes a fantastic Christmas Cosmo and all mm. kinds and of Negroni stuff. And Negroni got very famous, all right? He got, can you believe that? Mm -hmm. He's a sex symbol now. Was, yeah, here's the thing is that I totally buy it, because I've always because talent is a great aphrodisiac. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But are, are, you're, so you're shocked that he's become this sort of like, I would say silver fox, but there's nothing on the roof. There's nothing on the roof. Yeah. He's, um, I think he's shocked. I don't you know, think he is. No, I think he is. Really? He doesn't act like he is. Well, I, well, true. He acts like, finally they've noticed. <laughs> it's true. As well he should. Yeah. But it's amazing that it took a sort of um, irreverent video on Instagram that my sister told him to post, and then it, he wow. became this sex symbol. But I asked him, I said, do you like it deep down? Like, do you love being a sex symbol? And he goes, I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's honest, that's sexy. Yes. Now, uh, talk about sexy. I, you oh, know, God. every night before I come out here, and this is true, every, when I'm being made up, spoiler, when I'm getting made up, uh, we watch Ina Garten. Oh. We every night I watch a new recipe Doesn't or whatever it is. Doesn't she make you happy? She's so wonderful. She's lovely. Here I you are with Ina right divine. there, friend of the show. She's brought many times. I really. I'm, she I'm would love fan. if you went on the show. I mean, so she well, tell the people what it. you did. You went on her show. So she has this wonderful show called Be My Guest, and you go on and uh, you cook something with her, and you just hang out with her and drink with her. I mean, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And she's just divine with those beautiful twinkly eyes. Like, why? Why do you watch her? Do you watch her because it keeps you calm? Oh, I, for, well, I love process. I yeah. love one thing becoming another thing. Mm -hmm. She's very um, uh, friendly and bubbly and gracious yes. and yes. also kind of no-nonsense, like, you know, yeah. jarred sauce is okay. Like, I love, yes. I love that feeling. Yes. And everything she makes, I want to eat. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, uh, well, she also she sent me uh, she sent me some presents over the years. We did a bit over COVID. She, she sent me a, a, a cocktail shaker, literally this big, <laughs> and a martini glass that I could snorkel. Oh in. yeah, because she did the massive. Yeah, she, she did, did the big Cosmo. Cosmo. Did she yeah. take the whole thing down? What? Did she take it down? The did, whole thing. It means she, drink the whole thing. Oh. Uh, Sorry, that is English for did she drink the entire thing? She take it down. Yeah. Did she take it down? Take it down. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't last that long. <laughs> I don't actually know. Um, well, she would love it if you would go on. What would you cook if you went on? Uh, I would make something of hers. I hear you make a really good banana bread. They told me your banana bread really? is really good, and that uh, you make you, it sound much classier than it is. Yeah, and they you a banana kind of, bread. A banana bread, and you went around offering it to people who work on I your show. I often bring in baked goods around Come here. Come on, are you the cutest? Well, <laughs> no, Stanley is evidently. No, Stanley is. He's the sexiest. But You're the cutest. The they told you it was good. Because yeah, one day they you're employees really and they say good. it's good. There's no way of knowing if no, it's they, actually good. They said it was delicious oh, and yeah. moist, and I don't like that word, but they liked it. Not even much. in your banana bread? No, I Not don't. I would rather have a cake. dry banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> we have to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more Emily Blunt. Everybody stick around.
A lot is being asked of people working in schools. Teachers have more and more things to do. The shortage of teachers right now, um, you know, having to fill a lot of holes and, and wear a lot of hats, it's, it's very difficult. There are steps you can take to manage stressful times, whether in the classroom or outside of work. For me personally, I can disconnect by just being outside. Laughing <laughs> works a lot. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. Emily Blunt. Now, you're starring in a new Western series called The English. Yeah. You're also executive uh, producing it. Yes. And is that... How do you like executive producing it? I like it very much. You have to I mean, add meetings it. to your other jobs. You problem. do. I mean, I feel like during the course of shooting, I just do the acting stuff. But I, I love the preamble to it. I love building stories. I loved the whole creative process. And I love the aftermath. I love the color timing and the editing and the music. I'm just a geek for it. So it's become something... I've been around the block, a, you know, a while now, so I, I don't want to just act. You've been around the block In, in Hollywood, now. yeah. I, I suppose so, I suppose so. Yeah. The, it's, it's a Western, and there's a big Western uh, revival right yes. now. Yes. But of course, in a Western, I mean, you gotta ride. Yeah. And, and how are you getting along with the horses, which are really co-stars? Well, they are. I mean... I, I trained for about three months before we did this, because I feel like every actor puts on their CV that they can ride. Sure. It's sort of one of those things. Of course, like, yes. Like you saying that you wear no makeup. It's just one of those things that you say, and it's not true, it's but true, it's like... exactly, you got to. Um, but I said I could ride, which really meant sort of just hanging on for dear life. Sure, yes. So then you have to really learn how to ride <laughs> if you're in a Western. And I sure. loved it. I loved learning how to ride. I'm very allergic to horses, which is a... That's a terrible Strange compromise on a, um, Do you yeah. Do shots or something like no, that? No, I did sort of massive tranquilizing antihistamine every day. Okay. Massive yeah. dose or literally a massive Just literally one? one like that. Wow. A horse pill. A horse pill, literally. Mm. We have a clip here. Do you want to describe to the people what's going to happen? I already know, and I want to let you know that this doesn't happen very often. I was affected by a clip. It got me. You reached right into the ribcage. And kidnapped you directly. Kidnapped my heart with this oh little my clip. God. I love that. Okay. Well, this is a clip, I think, where I am asking uh, my co-star, uh, Chaske Spencer, who plays this Pawnee scout, who I need his help to go on this revenge mission. This is a very long pitch. I'm so sorry. Revenge sorry. mission to find the guy who killed my child. And I'm sort of begging him to come and help me because I need his help because she's sort of ill-prepared for this gauntlet ahead. Jim. Okay. You did not just come back for that bag. Or if you did, the bag made you do it. This is my medicine, my family's. And this is mine. This is my son's. He is dead now. And up on Powder River, there is a man trying to forget that he ever existed. So I'm gonna go up there to remind him and when I have, it'll be the last thing he ever hears. I swear it. Oh, got me again. Look at that. Can't fake that. Got me again. <laughs> this show's gonna ruin you. Is it gonna kill me? It's going it gonna to destroy me? you then, because that's sort of like the warm-up act. Wow. Yeah. 
Oh. As, as... Look how... So God, you are the cutest. I, look how sweet. The, that was good acting. You oh, acted all good, good at me. Good, thank you. You, <laughs> you, acted, you all acted all good at me. What am I supposed to do? I'm defenseless over here. I'm tired. I'm really tired. I understand. You know, understand. I'm all weepy these days. I know, I get it. A little wobbly all the time. A little time. bit. So here, i got to ask something. Since you're English, before we go here, you know, we've seen a lot of curtsying in England recently oh, with the passage of Her Majesty and His Majesty's coming in. And, of course... Liz Truss, when she was the last person appointed by her, the queen to be prime minister, and her curtsy was so bad that it's generally accepted that she killed the queen with her curtsy. <laughs> did you, you saw her curtsy, right? It's not a curtsy. She kind of did this. She kind of went like that. I she kind of did that. But don't you think you get in that position, then you freeze with fear, and you don't know, and your legs don't work, and you then don't you know what to do anymore. Then you shouldn't be prime minister. No, you shouldn't be prime minister. I understand. No, what I want well, to ask you not, is, so. what I want to ask you is that as yeah. someone uh, who has, you've actually met the, you've, you've met a royal. What's happening here? Well, that I was four years old, and I presented her with some flowers, Princess Margaret. Princess, Princess Margaret. Princess Margaret. There you go. Now, look, I don't know if you can quite see, but I'm in a very deep lunge. Keep going um, back there, Jim. Which is, I guess, what I thought was a curtsy. There we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> sure, it's good for the quads. It's good for the quads. So, would you, do, you know how, do you know how to curtsy? I imagine you do. Do you know, as part of my workout routine, I work out with this amazing trainer called Monique Eastwood, and we do these, um, we do curtsies. It's good for your, for your booty. Can you show me how to curtsy? I mean, I don't know if I can do it in the heels, okay. but we're going to give it a go. All right, okay, okay. what do we... So, what Will do you we... hold my hand in case I... Of oh, course. Look at this. So, okay. so this is how you, you should curtsy like that. But this is, this is very deep curtsy. You could do a little one, like a little... So what, like what's, what's, what's the good one? What's the good one? How do I do it? Okay, do so I do? Get, get that leg yes. right behind you. Yes, yes. And you feel it right in your left. You know, All you're right, go on. ladies and gentlemen, go the English it. premieres tomorrow. <laughs> we'll, we'll go Let's out do with it together. It. The English premieres uh, tomorrow on Prime Video. <laughs> Emily Blunt, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing: if you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.